excuse me. Good morning. Welcome. So glad you could join us. And uh, this morning I'm being a little bit naughty. Oh, by the way, I hope you enjoyed the last few days. And uh, Tom and Josie there, wonderful. Have some more of that. Um, today we're going on. I'm going to be a bit naughty. I'm going to skip a couple of Psalms and go on to Psalm 40. And I hope you understand in a moment. Meanwhile, let's pray. Lord, oh, how important, how so important for us to to pause, to come to you, to look in your direction and say, Lord, we need you. We want to walk with you. Lord, <laughs> left to our own devices, we can, we can, uh, it's, it's, it's not always clever, but Lord, walking with you is sweet. And so we pray, come and speak to us this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so um, yeah, I'm going to some forty. The reason being that you, you may be aware tomorrow is first of December, and we're going to be starting our Advent series. Advent means coming. Okay, Advent, the run up to Christmas, and as I will be saying in these next in the dailies here on into December, um, it's not Advent. It's not just about the the first coming of Jesus. It's actually with that bigger perspective of the. The second coming of Jesus. So, it, it, the looking forward, Advent. Okay, um, and so I, I wanted to sort of finish off our, uh, this series on. Well, not a series. We'll come back to the Psalms hopefully. But I want to spend this uh, these last few weeks. I want to just finish on a, uh, a strong note. And you'll probably have noticed if you've looked that Psalm 38, 39. They're a bit kind of down in the pits and challenging and waiting and, and so on. And it's not until we get to Psalm 40 that we've got the deliverance. And this is a wonderful psalm, and I hope it'll bless you this morning. And uh, in fact, what, just, just to give you a hint here, some of these words we're going to see are quoted in Hebrews. And Spurgeon makes the comment right at the, top, at the beginning of his comments about this psalm, Jesus is evidently here. And... Uh, it, it, it's a, a mark, perhaps, of his era more than ours that commentators would really see Jesus in uh, wherever possible in the Old Testament. And, and I, we try and do the same, don't we? And, and it's fairly clear here. I'll explain as we go. So here we go, Psalm 40. I waited patiently for the Lord. Now, first thing to say is that's a little bit weak. Um, some translations put it a bit more strongly. You could really be I waited and I waited. Oh, I waited patiently for the Lord. And he turned to me. Now again, turned, that's not as strong as it could be. He bent down and heard me. I'd love to perhaps know what, I haven't got all my translations around me here, but... That, that's, the, that's the sense of this psalm. I waited, waited, waited patiently for the Lord. And he bent down and he heard me. Beautiful. And he lifted me out of a slimy pit. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that what redemption is all about. Jesus is a wonderful saviour. Oh, how beautiful. And if you're waiting, still waiting patiently, oh, 
It's precious to the Lord. It's precious to him. And he does hear us and come to us. He set my feet on a rock and he gave me a firm place to stand. Isn't that lovely? Secure. Wonderful. And then verse 3. He put a new song in my mouth. A hymn of praise to our God. I'm sure I saw a comment somewhere around here. Was it? Oh yeah, here we go. It's uh, from Spurgeon again. He has put a new song in my mouth. My mouth. Even praise to our God. Justice magnified. Grace victorious. Hell subdued. Heaven glorified. Death destroyed. Immortality established. Sin overthrown. Righteousness resplendent. What a theme for a hymn. In that day, when our Lord drinketh the red wine, new with us all in our heavenly Father's kingdom. Because <laughs> that's what that, that's 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 where He's going to bring you. That, that He's going to lift you. He's going to lift you and me on high to be with. Isn't that lovely? And no wonder there's a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to my God, because death's been destroyed, immortality established. Yeah, I love that. I've got a, what a theme for him in that day when our Lord drinketh the red wine new with us all in our Heavenly Father's kingdom. Folks, you know, it's not just speaking about a deliverance David experienced. It's, it's prophetic. It's speaking about the, the deliverance that the Lord Jesus has won for us and that we will come into the fullness of one of these days. Isn't that lovely? Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust who doesn't look to the proud, to those who, uh, where am I? Uh, to, to those who turn aside from false gods. Many, O oh Lord, my God, are the wonders you have done, the things you've planned for us. No one rec can recount to you the things you've planned. I mean, just think of that. Not, not just in this life. He does prepare good things for us. Of course, he, he, he loves to. No good thing is he withhold from those who, who love him, called according to his purposes. But also, in the future, what am I? Um, a magnificent future that you and I have prepared. The things that you've planned for us, O oh Lord, no one can recount to you. Special, special, special. Isn't that lovely? Oh, wonderful. Okay. Were I to speak and tell of them, they'd be too many. To declare. Now this is the bit that's quoted in Hebrews chapter 10 and there are words uh, that, are, that are applied to Jesus. In fact it's really interesting if you look there in Hebrews 10 it says this, it says when Christ came into the world he said sacrifice an offering you did not desire but a body you prepared for me with burnt offerings and sin offerings you were not pleased then I said here I am it is written about me in the scroll, I have come to do your will. Now that's quoting from the Psalms. And, you, and of course, the writer of Hebrews is saying, this is Jesus. And of course it is. This is now speaking about Jesus. And, and, and I think of those two guys, on the, the two uh, companions on the road to Emmaus. And they, Jesus opened the scriptures and showed how they all pointed to him. And so here, it's speaking about the Lord Jesus. It's speaking about him. <laughs> Isn't it wonderful? We, so, you know, we, we don't know what 
originally, obviously something caused David to write that. He was probably going through some things. Um, but he wrote prophetically and he was, he was speaking under the, the guidance of the Holy Spirit. So, uh, in fact, Spurgeon says of this, these few verses, Here we enter upon one of the most wonderful passages in the whole of the Old Testament. Wow, that's some accolade, isn't it? Most wonderful passage in the whole of the Old Testament. A passage in which the incarnate Son of God is seen not through a glass darkly, but as it were face to face, we really get to see clear, clearly the, the Messiah, the coming one, the Lord Jesus. Isn't that lovely? Isn't that beautiful? And, uh, and then he goes on to speak about offerings. Typically, these offerings had their worth. They were pointing to something. They had some worth. But when Jesus, the antitype, the, the real thing, came into the world, they ceased to be of value, as candles are of no estimation when the sun has arisen. I think he's having a poke at sort of candles on, on the altar and all that sort of thing. <laughs> This is this is wonderful, and I'm gonna. Oh, I'm desperately running out of time. Quick to move on a little bit. Speaking about Jesus, this is sacrifice and offering that was never going to be enough. Burnt offerings you haven't required. Then I said, "Here I am." Or lo, I come. Isn't that beautiful? Um, and 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 again, Luther says, "Here is something worthy of your in." Intensest gaze. Emmanuel did not send, but he came. He came in his own personality. He came forth from the ivory palaces to the abode of mercy. He came promptly at the destined hour. Isn't it beautiful? He came freely offering himself. Here I am. I have come. That kind of takes us into Advent, doesn't it, really? And it's just so beautiful. The promised one, the coming one, Jesus. Lord, we love you. We are precious, precious, precious. Thank you that you, 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 you bent down. You didn't just bend down to hear us. You came down and you to rescue us and to lift us up. And you, at the price of your own life, Lord Jesus, we thank you that we, we understand a little bit of what it meant for you to come. Lord, I pray in the, 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 this, this next season, uh, going towards Christmas and Advent and so on, that, Lord, please, a deeper understanding of what it, what it meant for you to come for us. And, Lord, we long for you to return. We long for your, your coming in majesty and glory. Oh, we really do. And that we, we finish with that word, Maranatha. Come, Lord Jesus. Bless us today, I pray, as we go. Give us a good day. May we know your presence with us, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless. Have a good day, and I hope you'll be joining us again tomorrow.